0: Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists Hello and welcome to Question of the Week. This week we're answering a question sent in by Lesnar Simon. He asks...
1: Regularly on my car wing mirrors, spiders' webs form. Because of their tiny size, are they well able to cope with my car doing 70 miles an hour? Or do the, some of them get blown away? And when I remove the webs, are they replaced by spiders who are a permanent colony living near my car mirror? Thank you.
0: Good question, Simon. It's a very common sight, certainly here in the UK, to come out to the car in the morning and find the wing mirrors decorated with spider webs. But what is it about the wing mirror that's so irresistible to these spiders? I asked the Honorary Secretary of the British Arachnological Society, Jeff Oxford.
1: The wing mirror has a structure which is ideal for web-spinning spiders. The wing mirror sticks out so you have angles there so that you know, the foundation of the web can be scaffolded on. And also, a wing mirror sticks out into the air as the car is driving along. And so there'll be a almost a dead area behind the wing mirror where the wind will be much reduced compared to if the spider was anywhere else on the
0: calf. So wing mirrors are an excellent foundation and windbreak for the web. But what about the spider? How could it possibly survive such speeds?
1: Well, the spider itself will not be in its web while the car is belting along at 70. The wing mirror housing has a lot of space in it. You've got the mirror itself, but the mirror itself has a gap round it so that you can adjust its gaze, as it were. And so the spider can get round the edge of the the mirror itself and into the housing, where there's plenty of room for it to set up home quite happily.
0: There's a thought then. Your wing mirrors are most likely host to a spider or two. But the web itself isn't able to hide, so how does that fare?
1: Silk is a remarkable substance. I mean, it's incredibly elastic, incredibly strong, and what's interesting is that it, it combines those two properties, honed over millions of years of evolution, so that the web of a spider is incredibly resilient to wind and rain and you know other forces
0: acting on it. Pretty well then. But were you to remove it, how much of a disservice are you doing to your hitchhiking spider?
1: If you take the web away or if the web is destroyed because you're going over the speed limit, then the spider will just build another one. In fact, they they rebuild their webs every day or so because the orb web, the common web that you see made on wing mirrors, traps insects because of glue droplets on the spiral of silk within the web. But of course, glue droplets are going to get ungluey, as it were, very quickly because of pollen and dust in the air. And so all web spiders take their webs down, eat the silk, recycle the amino acids in the silk and build a new web every day or so. So if we do it for them, they just build another web.
0: So maybe you don't feel too bad for having to remove the web, even if you are depriving the spider of a meal that day. Thanks very much to Jeff Oxford for the answer and Simon for the question. Next time, we're answering this question from listener Bert.
1: How do new species come about? How do they expand from one or two individuals to become an established species without falling victim to inbreeding problems?
0: And if you have a scientific quandary of your own, do send it in. The email address is chris at nakedscientists.com.